Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Golfing Greenkeeper podcast. My name is Steve Smith, and I'm your host. We've got Campbell's Corner for this one, so sit back, take a seat, come for a ride. This is episode number 74. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golfing Greenkeeper podcast, and this is Campbell's Corner with the sponsor of the segment Keeper of the Greens. I have with us Nadine from Colin Campbell's Chemicals. G'day, Nadine. How are you doing? Good, Steve. Yourself? Mate, I am well. Thanks for joining me on this one again. It's a way that we get to sort of talk to the audience, talk to the greenkeepers, and anyone interested in turf, thinking about getting into turf as well, which is uh, which is a good thing. We're going to be passing on knowledge today. This is the idea about this one, is resources today. What are you, are you excited about passing some things out, mate? Because I know you're across a lot of different things. That's why we're talking. Yeah, yeah, very much so. It's like I think we're only, we're really only going to touch the surface of what we're going to talk about today because there's so much more resources out there. But at least we can give the listeners something to start with and and, and get them information they may you know resources they never thought existed. That's really. it, and and it's a way to to continue learning at home outside the workspace which is very important you learn a lot there and you learn a lot from discussions and professional discussions and the like as well but to be able to pique that interest and and you want to keep learning and you might be early on into your trade or, or you might be well into your career and you might find more information that you want to get a handle across or a new golf course that you're working at or different turf surfaces so the idea of this is well i'm going to be picking your brains mate because i know you're across a lot of resources and i know you you've been in the game a long time certainly with your background of Obviously, in Colin Campbell Chemicals, and and knowing about chemistries and and understanding what they're there to solve the problems of. So you know, we're talking about resources, and understanding turf, and understanding diseases, and understanding all sorts of different pests and different things that greenkeepers have got to manage out there on their turf surfaces. So, mate, I think why don't we start with the old school classic stuff, literature. Let's start with yes. books. <laughs> and there's some cracking books out there that some are very popular. But, mate, I want, us, I want you to tell us some of the ones that you're, fan, you're a fan of. Maybe you're fangirling over some of these classic books that we haven't heard about and uh, or some that we, we probably really should take the time to go and hunt down. They might be in the boss's office somewhere. They might be able to borrow. But might be able to find somewhere online, an online bookstore that for your own personal collection, like I said, to learn more and keep keep learning. Mate, what have you got for us? Yeah, yeah, de- definitely. There's a lot of books and it, it is quite old school and life's like that. And um, these, like, obviously what I'm going to, with the ones I've got here, it's more my passion. So uh, for the audience, look, there's nothing here on, on soils, on renovation, on nutrition, that type of stuff. It's the stuff that I do day in, day out. Yep. So there's a lot of those other books out there, but this is what I'm going to talk about today. Absolutely. So the first one, the first one I want to lead with is an Australian book. There Good stuff. One, there is a few Australian books out there in the, in the past, but this is one that's come out most recent. When I say most recent, I think it's about five years old now. It's called Pest Management of Turf Grass for Sport and Recreation. Okay. So the authors are, and uh, some of the listeners probably know some of these names, are Gary B. Hag, Yuri Capro, and Andrew Manners. Uh, those two first two names I've, I said they're Gary and Yuri, uh, still in the industry. Yuri works for, uh, well, at this time, changed the name from Bayer to Enview, a company called Enview, which was Bayer Environmental Science before. Yep. So he was a part author of this, along with Gary B. Hag and Andrew Manners is an entomologist. So this book is all about insects. Okay. Much. And insects all around, uh, you see turf insects. So it's a great resource. It describes each insect in in um in depth it talks about their biology their life cycle what they how they how they kill the turf um eating it obviously what they look like what to look for um those type of things as well it, there's a lot of insects that damage turf that's what you, know, you get out of this <laughs> a lot and we only really often talk about a couple of a couple of major ones but but there's as I've talked about in Keeper of the Greens, and you guys are sponsors of it, you we know how broad this country is. We know so many different climatic situations and conditions and so many different soil types and so many different turf grasses and, and just so many different combinations that there are going to be instances where what's on the East Coast might not be the same as what's on the West Coast. So uh, something like this that's centred around Australia, this is a very good resource for anyone who is interested in turf grass in this country because it's very site-specific to our land. 
Yeah, that, that's exactly it. And the detail about this book that I know it took a long time to be written. I remember speaking to Gary Behag and, and Yuri about it quite a bit when they were still in the process of getting it all together. It took a long time, but it does have all of that. It does talk about, um, you know, where, where, where a lot of insects came from, whether they're um, foreign or whether they're domestic, but it also talks about mites as well. Wow. Uh, it talks about ants. So it's a great book. It's got pictures in there as well of the insects, uh, larvae stage, uh, adult stage, and all of that side of things. So it does have a very, very good reference there um, with it there. And having Andrew Manners as the entomologist to sort of review everything, because there's, there's you know, there's a library of insects. That, as you said, there's so many insects around Australia. It's it's ridiculous, but obviously not all um, not all of them attack turf grass. Um, actually, I'll go on a quick side note. I went to the, I think it was the Australian Museum about a month ago, and there was a, besides the exhibition, but there's a small exhibition there about different insects in Australia. And okay. it was only a small part, but there was still about 200 insects there. <laughs> so, wow. Wow, there, there is there is a lot of insects that we get, but this great thing about this, it is specific for turf grass. So I'd highly recommend this um, book. Uh, and and with this, Steve, we were going to put on we were going to put some pictures on the Facebook and all of that, so people can obviously know it, and we'll have some links about where they can get it from. Absolutely, um, we'll do, we'll do that later on. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so people, so people, if you're trying to write and drive at the same time, don't. Yeah, um, we'll have a list for you. There will be links. There will be links around. Check out social medias, and uh, we'll let you know as well um, later on the podcast. A couple of other landing pages you can go to but there will be check out the show notes as i keep saying check out the show notes so where where we can put links to things we will have the links there available to you so you know where you can go and just click and go there that's the idea mate that's a great resource for number one that's awesome that's i sort of start off start off with the big guns for the australian one there now the rest of them that i've got are all all, are all american but as a lot of people a lot of listeners and a lot of the industry know a lot of the research and the resources do come out of the us yes uh, a lot of the things yes we can utilize here um their climatic conditions there are similar ones but there are different ones as well but one book i've got um i'm just looking at it going oh wait a minute i've got the okay there's two editions of this book um it's I've got and let me guess you've got book. both yes i do <laughs> it's yes. a passion you're going to have both editions mate yeah. i know Oh, well, the new one only came out recently, and um, I'm going to give a shout-out here out to Jason Hatton from Sustainable Machinery. He went to the U.S. earlier this year. I, I messaged him. I saw he was there. I messaged him going, mate, can you get me a, this book, please, um, while you're over there by chance? I'll, I'll put you when you get back. And to Jason's credit, he literally replied within half an hour going, no problems, Nadeem. I'll get it for you, and I'll give it to you when I – um, yeah, when we see each other next, and he did. So the book. <laughs> nice. So big shout out to Jason there. So, nice. Um, the book is called A Practical Guide to Turfgrass Fungicides by uh, Richard Latin. So he's um, ex. He's retired now, but from Purdue University. And this book came out originally. Oh, it's been out for a while. The new edition was only um, uh, eighteen months old. The first one came out in twenty eleven. So ten years between okay. editions. Yep. But this is but. You know, talking about the resources, I go to this one a lot because what it is pretty much is it's an encyclopedia about fungicides, every single turf fungicide registered in the US. Really? And it gives you it gives you practical information about how the fungicides work, uh, the scientific side of it, not just, okay, well, this moves up, well, this moves down, well, this does this. It actually goes into the biology of how it attacks a disease, how it gets in the plant, all of those type of things. So wow. That's the, the great thing about the book there, so it does go into quite – a lot of so, detail. So it's a detailed breakdown on the way in which the chemistry reacts to solve the problem and, and essentially kill the target that you're after using a chemical. That's I've never heard of yeah. anything like that. That's unreal. Yeah, and, that book came out just before I lost my job. There you go. That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> So the great thing about it is, it's like going because you know we I can ask questions. Oh, how's it? How's the fungicide do this? What? How's it do that? And there's not a lot of information out there. To no, be when you really Google it, it, it is hard to find. And I've done that a lot of the times. Like I'll sit there and Google something for half an hour. And you're thinking you're going to get an answer. You don't get the answer. But this is where this comes. That's really but interesting. I like that. The other side of this book, so it's not just about that fungicide side. It gives you the great thing. It gives you a history on fungicides as well. All the different chemistries when they come out and the years they've come out, and how long we've had some of these chemistries available as well. Wow. So that's the great thing about it. So it goes back to the old nasty uh, products of the, of the mercury-based fungicides. Whoa. Which, um, which I don't know. No, you probably wouldn't have. Oh, well, I, I, they, they weren't around when I no. started. And I doubt they'd be around your time. So no. Before that, but. Our, um, going, going back like 30 years. Yeah, <laughs> plus. plus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, so it gives you a history of it. The other side talks about resistance. And then the other interesting thing, it talks about 
the factors that influence fungicide performance. So, ah. you know, we usually say it's like going, why has a product failed or why hasn't it performed to perform this expectation? So, very this important. Gives a good reason, good reasons why. And then it gets you thinking. And then it beca- you become a better turf manager for it because you're going, oh, I won't put this on because we've got these type of conditions. I'll yep. use something else instead. Yep. Um, because sometimes so, no. there's pressure from the workplace, pressure from your your supervisors, from your bosses, from the clubs, from the boards, committees, to just get stuff done. And in a modern world, and we talk about, I certainly talk about environmental safety and stewardship a lot. And we we do sometimes push back as turf managers. You got to go, hey, hang on, we can't do that now. That's not appropriate. That's unsafe, and and all these sorts of things. But now it's it's it to understand even at more detailed level how to just get better performance as well. You know, and, and these sorts of things, mate, this book sounds like an incredible resource for this level of detail. It, it, it does. And it also goes into about the disease as well. It does talk about disease. It's not specific for that. There's another book I mentioned in regards to that, which is sort of the holy grail of um, about, about, about learning about disease, but it does have that as well. So that's the other great thing about it. So... It's it is a great encyclopedia. It's I'll, I'll say now it is not one of the cheapest books going around. It's probably the most expensive one, but sure. it's one of those ones that you will have on your shelf and you will just go back to it, you know, all, all the time. Very good one for turf managers. There you go. Very good. And and what was it called again, mate? Uh, it's called a Practical Guide to Turf Grass Fungicides by Richard Lassen. Awesome. Good one. Note that one down, guys and girls. Yeah. What have you got next? next? One. It's another. It's a disease one. This one is not in um, published anymore, from what I understand. And when I picked this up, funnily enough, I picked up about half a dozen copies at the time for about. I kid you not, ten bucks US. <laughs> this was going back about ten years ago. Score. It was, um, it was awesome. I was like, I'm like, what? This can't be. So I tried to put in like fifty copies, but I could only get ten. Um, and I gave some away over the over the years. But it's you're like hoarding. You're hoarding turf books. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I, I want to do it. I'm, I'm pretty sure you can still buy it, but it's gone up now back to 120 bucks. So it's I gone up because Nadeem's got half of the copies. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's the third edition one I got by Joe Vargas. So it's called Management of Turf Grass Diseases. So pretty much it's not um, new, but it's still, this is back 2005. So we're going back 15, 17 years. But it's one of these things going, all these books are science-based. The science doesn't change. Correct. So we, we might find new ways of managing the disease or know a little bit more about the disease, but the fundamentals are all there. It's like um, grain keeping. Yep. The fundamentals of grain keeping are still there. They don't tend to change. You still do do all that. It's just we keep, keep on advancing and ma- making things better. But this is a really good book in, in regards to the disease. It's got, um, it's got pictures in there as well, which always helps. But it goes through and, again, describes – the disease, disguise why it's there, what's brought it on, yep. um, ha- the different strains of various diseases. Because okay. you know, usually when you see, like, you know, you come, you'll have um, a disease test come back, come back, brown patch, rhizoctonia. Yep. Um, rhizoctonia being the causal agent of brown patch. Mm-hmm. But you go, rhizoctonia, okay, this one will go in deeper and go, well, there are different strains of rhizoctonia. And Interesting. And they all are different. They all affect turf grass differently. And I, um, I guess a bit like how with, with humans and viruses as well, we get there's different strains of the flu. So there's influenza A, influenza B. This is this is detailing to turf managers that there are different strains of some of those diseases as well. Yeah, 100%. So that's that's the great thing about, about this book. And it, it does really go into quite deep into that. The other side I always like, and this is one of the things I love this book about, was um, the resistance side. Um, it was very important sort of started reading about resistance and my love of resistance, like we've spoken about. And a lot of the listeners would, uh, probably know that about me that I'm really in into the resistance side. And it really gave me a great understanding about how resistance occurs and everything like that. So that's the book that this is the book, uh, the major turf disease by Fargus. You talk about resistance, mate, and it is so important for, for turf managers out there, for greenkeepers and, and greenkeepers in, in learning now, apprentices and the like, if anyone of for apprentices are listening to this as well, resistance is just incredibly important because you can inadvertently create a massive headache for yourself, for your site, for your turf. 
if you if you aren't conscious about that. I know a lot of people are, but it's important to note that that it 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 really is that important. And and with a resource like this, you can really get your head around why why it, it becomes an issue and why it can become such a a practical problem. Um, you've got to and like I said before, we get pushed and and prodded to do all sorts of things to get the job done um, by boards and by committees, and that's the pressure of trying to perform and and present a golf course at the best you can all the time. You've also got to be very conscious about how you go about that and not creating problems by just pressing a button and going, okay, well, we've got to do this again and we've got to do it this way. So we've just got this here. We'll just use this particular product and we used it last time. You've really got to be above all this stuff and these are the reasons why superintendent's role and and team leaders and golf courses is so important because you have to understand this as a professional. This is your game and and you can create issues from not being across it and and people sort of, like I said, pushing you around. So you you really, these sorts of details, this is why we're learning and this is why I was, you and I were talking about this whole resource thing and I think it's really great because you you get the time to, to look into these books and, and take this stuff in at home at, at more of your own pace when you can over throughout your career and keep picking things up and keep understanding things in more detail and, and it makes better better professionals. And I think this yeah, is awesome. That, no, no, that, that, that's exactly. And, and the thing is, some of the listeners here um, might not know, but look, ask you, uh, if you're an apprentice or um, there, ask the boss if he's got any of these books. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I remember when I first started, it's like going down to Royal City to see John O'Dell, obviously retired now as superintendent. but Name dropping again. Going, <laughs> we know you love name dropping. I, I, I do. I do, do, do like do like to drop the name drop to the ones that be, the people have helped me in this industry throughout the time. And John was definitely one of them. And the resources he had at the club, it was it was it was amazing what he had. He you know because he bought these books, he had them on file, and he always um, had them there, and he had them there for the staff to read and everything like that. Yep. Um, I don't know whether I, I, I dare say they're still there with with, with current ship but without him. Um, yeah, but I, I'm not I'm not quite sure. Yeah, there, there are some really good resources but, in this. Yep, sorry. No, no, I was going to say, but but bosses, superintendents, um, head grandkeepers, and the like often do have a small library in in the office. So um, your boss might have some of these books available, or other books in general, and you might not have even noticed. Some apprentices out there or newly qualified grandkeepers may not have realised that they're there. And great books, books are great resources. So I really urge people, and, and as Nadim is right now, to to um, look into any books that you can, and we're just giving you some titles, and Nadim's passing on some of his knowledge to give you some insights and some other particulars that he likes. So, yeah, some some will be around in some offices out there. Definitely. And the next book I'm going to speak about, this is the holy grail of what I refer to as a holy grail of turf grass disease. It's called The Compendium of Turf Grass Diseases. So it's a book um, by uh, Smiley, Denoden and Clark. Uh, it's in the third edition, which I've got here currently, which is back around 2005, so quite old. Uh, and it sort of goes evolution of sort of the, the one, the Vargas one, the management of turf grass diseases. Okay. Uh, this one is brilliant so anything you wanted to know about any single disease it is there obviously now being 2005 um some of the things i won't say outdated but we've learned a lot more about it um and and in, in a way i've sort of picked up some some resources from the u.s conference that add to this book but generally speaking it's going the great thing about this book besides it does go on in regards to different diseases um and it tends to it'll go in the same order uh, for every single disease. So I'll tell you a little bit about right. the symptoms, uh, about the symptoms, the, 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 obviously the disease, what it is, the symptoms, the causal agent, what causes it, the disease life cycle. So, you know, obviously, um, you know, why, how long it lasts, how it comes in, that side of things. Um, the epidemiology of it, which uh, now that's a word that a lot of people are knowing, obviously, with COVID and the likes like that. Yeah. Some of that section is probably at times a little bit light on. And they're also going to the control part. Not the control part in terms of fungicide. They'll mention a little bit, but it's more so in going, well, if you've got it, this is what you do from a cultural point of view. Cultural practices, yep. Yeah, and which which is very, very important, as, as we know. So one of the things is like with this is like going – some diseases, yeah, as it not as much info, but there's a lot of other information on some of the some of the other types of um, diseases, um, and also it'll tell you the different strains of certain diseases as well. So as you know, alluding to before with rhizoctonia, it'll go through the different rhizoctonia diseases because there's some there that we do not see in Australia that haven't been. We we get like sort of more the Solani strain, the YTS strain, 
the Seralis strain, but I haven't really seen the Zia strain here. They're all Rhizoctonia, they're all sort of brown patch, but they all affect different turf grasses and differently. So, but it's good understanding of it. That's the great thing about it because something might come back. Like sometimes uh, people get disease tests done. Yep. Come back, you've got Rhizoctonia. Yep. Great. Or you've got Pythium. Okay, great. What strain? Not many people can tell you. So it's something where you need to to get that information. It takes a lot more um, work sure. and money to get, to get it there, to, to identify it fully. But if you have a book like this, you can then look at the, look at it going, okay, well, I'm looking at the Rhizoctonia species going, I've got the Rhizoctonia. This is what it looks like. I'm reading this going, okay, you might not be 100% sure, but going, I think it's this strain. And then you can read further into it and go, this is how I manage it better. Yep. Because at this point in time, we're recording this in October in Sydney. You know, we haven't had been a, the spring is like we're twenty degrees. We've been wet. <laughs> there is a lot of brown patch on a lot of greens at the moment, and it happens every year. Grand yep. final weekend, I always say, "Yep, brown yep. patch. You're getting your brown patch come out," and it always does. But you get, but I've seen the yellow rings. I've seen the smoky rings around the place. Two different types of strains of two different. Of brown that's patch. right, but still classed as brown patch. Yep, that, that, that's it. So this book will help further. Um, quantify with with the problem you have and, and give you give you an idea of what it is absolutely great stuff mate this is awesome i I'm, i might go ahead and buy some of these myself i'm gonna hunt them <laughs> down online see if i can get but, some so is that the final good. that's the last book oh, no no two more oh we've got two more, two more. we're still geez you've, mate you're full of info i'm loving oh, it more. so the, these two so one now okay i've gone one on insects um all on diseases <laughs> yeah, this one is weird I've got a weed book. Um, I've had different weed books over time. Okay. Uh, and they, and to be honest, I will say this. We'll go on to a bit a little bit later website. But um, if you're sort of regional areas and you've got, um, you know, you, you've got weed problems, talk to your local DPI. Um, okay. Because one of the things with the DPI, Department of Primary Industry, is that they've got information there on common weeds around the area. You know how we were talking about one might affect you on the coast, but not so much inland. Yep, yep. And in regional area, the metro, weeds are very much like that as well, even more so. Yeah, sure. So that, that's one caveat I'll, I will sort of that's mention. A, that's but a the good little point. Got, the book, book, book I've got is called Weed Control and Turf and Ornamentals by Turgeon, McCarty, and Christians. So it's, a, again, it's similar to the compendium book in telling you about the disease, uh, sorry, telling you about the weed. Uh, it's got good pictures in there as well, so it's a good identifier that way. Yep. It tells you in regards to, you know, why the wet weeds come in, um, what to look for, what it looks like. Uh, one thing I will say, being an American book, they will call certain weeds certain things. Like they refer common to name. crabgrass. Yep. Crabgrass, common name is our summer grass. Yep. Um, so you've just got to be wary of that. That's where you look at the scientific names on them. Yep. But they do have uh, broadleaf weeds. They talk about winter grass. They talk about grass weeds. So it's really, really good in that respect. Um, the other side of this book as well, they talk about the herbicides, um, pre- and post-emergent herbicides that okay. give you sort of um, safety aspect on what what's good and what's not. Uh, and they give a bit of a rating on the different weeds as well. So that helps. And also just in sort of considerations when you are putting products out, what to, you know, what, what, what to expect and what to look for and what, again, why they fail or why they haven't performed as well, should I say. And of course, because so, there's some herbicides that, that have to go at different, different stages of the life cycle of the weed. Yeah. Yeah. So you've that, got to that, understand, that. like you said, what you're looking at and what, what point of its growth cycle is that weed and, and when it's best to, to treat it with herbicides, yeah. with certain herbicides. So all this stuff makes a big difference. That's it. And that's a, that's the great thing about this book. So it is very um yeah, very detailed. And as I said, there's a lot of weeds in here that not so much that we will deal with, but that's where, again, you've got to look at the scientific name and match them up with, with stuff in Australia. So if you've got an Australian weed book or Australian resource, match it up with what is with here because you know, I'm looking at a couple of things going um, goosegrass, um, which is crossfoot grass. Ah, uh, there you go. Uh, I was going to say, known. we don't have goosegrass. Yeah. <laughs> no, goosegrass, no. It, it is on a couple of labels. I have noticed it's on, on a couple of labels because I think uh, some of the companies realise that people refer to it now as ah, goosegrass. Ah, interesting. Um, so, but, but it is crossfoot crow's there and they call um, Dallas grass. That's Paspalum. Oh, okay. Um, there you go. Dallas grass. And, and then, and then the um, favourite one is like um, – was uh, Cooch is Bermuda. Bermuda, yes, and of course, and then, and this is isn't Buffalo Saint Augustine? Um, yes, it is Saint I think from memory, and and these are the things, and this is why you it's it, it's critical that you double check the botanical names, uh, well the scientific names in regards to diseases, because common names are only common locally. 
So, and one of the classics I love is uh, in the Blue Mountains where I was working was um, Winter Fusarium, which is pink snow mold in the States. Yes. And right. because a lot of the, the courses that have that, that issue with that disease, they get covered in snow. So they, when they when they wake up in in early spring, late winter, and the snow's melting, they've got all these patches of pink snow mold underneath the the snow melt, um, and we get it in Australia, but we don't often see it where it's just snowing um, because we don't really have any golf courses in those types of locations. So it this is where common names can become a problem, and uh, as turf managers, you learn all these things and you understand it, but just to double check, and it's a very good point to make out, mate. Yeah, exactly. And the last book I've got, um, actually, I probably did a bit of a lie there. I do have one that's sort of just in man- in turf in general. It's called Turf Grass Management. Okay. So this is a book by um, Turgeon and Kaminsky. So Kaminsky, John Kaminsky is a good personal friend of mine. Yep. He rewrote this book. Um, Al Turgeon, he originally did this book, so it has been around a long time, but this is a sort of completely redone. So John took it on, on board to completely rewrite the whole thing, updating it wow. and everything like that. So it goes through pretty much anything to do with growing turf. Um, that's the thing. It talks uh, about them growing turf from seed, growing turf from um, uh, from, from sod. Uh, it talks about fertilization. Talks about uh, cultural practices, why we do things, what we do. Uh, it does go on to the pest management, weed disease side, nematodes, and insects. So it does talk in regards to all of that. But it really goes into just a book. Uh, uh, literally an encyclopedia of how to manage turf grass and how to do it do it effectively. So sensational. And it gives you the reasons why. So it's a great it's it's a science book, a biology book, a practical book, um, everything in it. And this has actually been really popular, from what I understand, um, not just um, here in Australia, but in the, sorry, in the US and Canada, being very very popular. So a great mean anything like, a, a great all round a great all round yes. resource, mate. By the sounds. Exactly. That, that, that's definitely it. So, yeah, so this one, definitely, I haven't read through everything here. Um, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest there, but it is, it is one of the most up-to-date, it is probably the most up-to-date books in just regards to turf grass management. Because John's a good friend of mine, I've actually been selling him to the Australian audience. Ah, um, so I've we can... Sort of a few different shipments. We can, we can go through you. Yes. To get hold so, of this so, one. So a yeah. great all-round resource book and... And we can go through you, mate, to get hold of it. If, if we're interested, if anyone listening out there is interested in getting hold of this book, and they can probably go online and, and find out a little bit more yeah. detail about it. But if they want to get hold of a copy, they can get in touch with you. Yes, yeah, definitely. Awesome. So I'm just doing the personal favour to, to, to John. Um, I'm not making any money on this. It's like going I'm, – I'm just bringing it in in bulk. He's giving me sort of a bulk discount, and, and I've had quite a few shipments come in. So I've got a couple of books still here, which I bought recently. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things, if there's end up being a bit more demand, I'm more than happy to get more more out of um, – John, it's cost a little bit more to get out of the States now than it did before. The other option is um, when I go – I'm planning to go on the U.S. Turf Conference next year, so I might bring some back with me as well. Um, so yeah oh there you go fantastic mate ladies and gentlemen listening if you want a copy of that book from uh, you can just get in touch with Nadeem and uh, or get in touch with me we'll, we'll put the link to um, to Nadeem's email in the show notes so if you want to you can um, just click on that and, and get, send an email off to Nadeem and he will be able to sort you out um, you can purchase a copy through Nadeem so that's fantastic mate thank you very much for letting everyone know that's great Good stuff. No so, is that your? Is that are we wrapped up with the books? And and look, that I I love to talk about books because I've got a great library of, of books as, at home. In in my interest in, I've got some greenkeeping books, but I also have a lot of interest in, in golf course architecture, as people know. Um, but books are great because you can always refer to them. And like you said earlier, mate, and I love that point was that even if they are an older edition. The science is still the same. We just started to learn a little bit more in some, some of the details in some of the areas. So, But it's a great reference to go back to. And sometimes I find it's great to go back to some of the books that you come across in your early days in your career. I've got a couple of greenkeeping ones that I do. And I go back to every now and then and I look at it and I go, you know what? That was helpful. I just saw. I just went back to what I remembered, and it was just a, a good way to just to jog my memory and some of the things that um, that I knew or, or that I've forgotten. And uh, they're always there. You don't need to worry about logging on or getting service, or you can walk in to your bookshelf and grab that and have a good read and get yourself up to date and get yourself a little bit more knowledge about it. So, mate, thank you for the for the book resource part of uh, part of this podcast episode, mate. That's brilliant. Now, no, 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 definitely. I'm going to ask you, mate, 
some websites. Have you got some yes. good websites? Because the internet is a massive. It's the it's the information age that we're in. We yes. all know that. So the 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 internet is a massive resource, and and it's usually the one that everyone goes to first, not to books. But what have you got for us to save us searching for hours to find somewhere reasonable that's a good resource on a website? Have you got a couple of good websites that we can go to, that we can click yeah. in the show notes and go straight to? Yeah, d- definitely. I guess um, one sort of to go straight to one is called Resist Power. So the Resist Power is a working group that's funded by the USDA, um, United States Department of Agriculture, where they have given a whole lot of money to work on the wintergrass problem. That's in oh, the US. Okay. So, so they're, they're a big work. And we have th- similar things like that here in Australia with, with our um, with our universities, with our research extension, the DPIs and the likes, where they um, invest money. Uh, it's a lot of it's in broad acre crops and the likes, or horticulture crops where and, – and we see it with the ter- with um, Turf Australia getting um, money for projects and that. So that's what yep. it's like over there. But they're doing it for just wintergrass. So there's a big working group that is telling you about what they're doing, about um, their surveying resistance – in the US wide, and then they're working also on understanding winter grass a lot more and why it's such a problem, and then trying to work out different strategies to combat it. So that website's updated every so often with new information, but go and have a check on that one. Um, yeah, called resistantpole.org, but obviously we'll have the uh, yep, links. We'll in put the, the link in. There. Yep. Yeah, uh, that one. Another one, uh, you do have to pay for this one. Yeah, the best way in Australia is to become a member of the Australian Sports Turf Management Association, the AST. Okay. Be- become a member there. So, uh, especially if, if there's any apprentices uh, in here, uh, look, more sort of listening, uh, you do get discount around. I'm pretty sure for apprentices, but become yep. a member. And then there's a there's in the member section there's a, an, a tab called the TGIF, which is a turf grass information file. Are you sure it's so not? Thank when- God it's Friday. <laughs> 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 I, I, I thought about that when they named them. Just when you did the website then, I didn't realise it until you actually, because obviously I, the, the web title, but yes. not the abbreviated web address. And I'm like, TGI, oh, okay. Yeah. Yep, sure, got it. <laughs> so, so yeah, it, it's interesting because you um, you talk to guys in the US, um, they know, obviously, no, T, um, thank God it's Friday, but they also go, TGIF, you see, we know that, we know that surf site. So it's um, it's literally a resource of all different journal, artic- journal articles, resources, magazine articles on anything to do with turf. Um, okay. Some things are restricted access you can't get, but realistically, about 90% of what you can find, you can just access it. So Great. if you're a member of the AST, mate, mem- lock on the member session, go to the TGIF, click on the yes, I agree with all the terms, then you get in there, then you just start searching, whether it's a keyword, um, whether it's to do with a, a disease, a weed, a type of grass, a, a, an, an, someone who's published something. It's all there, and even uh, there's a lot of John Nolan articles there as well. So we, we are represented there in Australia. Fantastic. Um, I dare say that I think there's quite a few others, but it's a great. So it's like a Google search for turf. Okay. Um, that that that's what it is. So it's from Michigan State University, and as they are collating a whole heap of information uh, and they're updating it regularly as well. So that is a definite one, but it is a paid one. But definitely have a look at it. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Great to hear. What else have you got for us? Uh, yep, yeah, one more is um, it, it's a sort of a close to my heart. It's a Facebook group called Turf Management Australia. Um, of, course. of course, of course. You've got I'm to put. We've on. got to put this one. It is, look, this is a wonderful community resource for for the turf industry, isn't it? Go on, mate. I, I think this is brilliant. Yeah, definitely. So this was started um, up by Ian Thompson. At the time, he was at uh, Manly Golf Club. They went to Penrith Golf Club. He's working with Living Turf at the moment, but he started the page. So I always say, look, he's the one that owns it. He's the one. That, 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 that started all. There's a few of us admins on there. So it's pretty much a private group on Facebook where we can chat about turf. You can put out, you can ask for advice. Um, you can put, you know, how cool everything's going on your facility. Anything you want to ask in regards to turf, it is there. So any turf manager in Australia can join it. Yep. We, yep. Do, we, we don't tend to allow, uh, if you're not a practicing greenkeeper, we don't tend to allow it. So yep. quite a few home lawn, lawn guys want to get on there. We point them to other pages yeah, sure. uh, because it is a professional site. So yep. I'm a professional turf managers yep. there. So yep. it's a great one. There's a lot of things to learn in there. So definitely, yeah, sign so up for that one, Turf Management Australia. It, it's a great professional turf community. Like you said, it's for – that's the group. It's very selective on who comes in. 
and uh, but it's all about that. It's it's um, to ask questions, to to talk professionally between people. Um, it it is a fantastic community on Facebook, and I don't say that a lot about Facebook communities, but this one um, from a turf perspective is absolutely sensational. So if you're a, a working turfy um, greenkeeper out there on turf uh, properties, turf surfaces, and you're in the industry currently working, it is a ripper to be part of. So um, yeah, if you're listening and you want to be on it, get that's one to make sure you sign up to. Well done. Yeah, 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 definitely. And one more I'll mention really quickly is that there are a lot of turf universities in the US which have really good resources as well. Um, I'm not going to mention them all here, but one of the things is just going, certain universities are known for certain things. Like um, if you are interested in, in what Steve was saying before, Snowmore Fusarium, Wisconsin University. They just do a heap of okay. trials there. That, I didn't so, know yeah. that. This is this yeah. is good to know, mate. Cool. So, so yeah, so there's a lot of ter- universities that these are, uh, which they publish all their work because they they do work every year for um they get funding and they do yep. research work yep. so they publish all of that so whether it's Purdue University um Clemson Penn State Tennessee um Auburn um I'm just trying to think uh UC Riverside uh, Rutgers uh, what else is there oh guys uh, we, um that's a lot nah there's quite a few. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. I was just about to ask you: Have you lived over there? <laughs> no, no, no. no, but the good, I've been to quite a. No, I haven't been. To, I'm, I'm planning to get to quite a few of them, but I've only been to like two of them so far. That's unreal. <laughs> No, that, that's Sorry. that's a lot. Even I didn't realize until you rattled that off. I've never, I've yeah, some of the more you know, Penn State and like you said, there's a couple of the others there that that um, that are more well known. Um, but I didn't realize there were so many. That's unreal. Yeah, there is a lot there. So, yeah, so each university will do a heap of work, but a lot of them are uh, specialised in certain areas because that's what the issues that they get. That's yeah, the thing. yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, the, like the guys up um, north up at Rutgers, they're all cool season grasses. They're not going to talk about anything to do with cooch. But then yep. you go, sorry, oh, University of Florida, sorry. If you want to know anything about um, warm season grasses, diseases and the likes like that, University of Florida, Phil Harmon, does plant pathologist, and then you've got Billy Crow, who's a nematode expert there. So... You've got, you know, you've got all people all over the place. So it's different to Australia, where not the climate's different, but it's all fairly similar. In the US, yeah, everyone's a very different. But have a look there, um, yeah, and just take your time to look and finding the information that you need. So where do we go to find that? We do we just searching for? Uh, that's one you got to have to search for. Yeah. So yep. I can get you a list. I'm more than happy. I'll get a list with the show notes and put put them all in with the ones at um, the university from their direct pages. I'll, yeah, I'll, okay. I'll that. That's cool. No, we can do that, mate. That sounds great because it, otherwise we'll we'll end up searching for days. So, again, if we can yes. just pinpoint some for everyone in the show notes and there's a little bit of work in the background of this. Well, we're creating work for ourselves, mate. I'm not so sure <laughs> yeah, that, that was the idea. But <laughs> no, all good. So the idea is to, to really give people resources, where to go, what to look for. So that's the essence of this podcast, which is fantastic, mate. You're coming out with so much stuff. I'm loving it. Okay, so that's the web. Website stuff sorted. Is there any more you got up your sleeve that you're going to give us? Or that- um, there probably is, and you know what? After we finish this, probably going to be another five or something like that. So we'll just put them in the show notes. No, that's all good, mate. Okay, so look, and um, one of the new mediums is podcasts. So we're gonna we've talked about books, we've talked about websites, and that's all written stuff as literature and books and and websites we can go to and communities on Facebook and the like and 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 research papers and 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 all that sort of stuff from the universities. That's great. Let's go to audio stuff. Let's go to podcast yep. because this is really starting to explode and there's a lot of professionals starting to talk about turf as well. And, uh, mate, I'm going to start off with yours, Behind the Turf, which is Colin Campbell Chemicals. Um, you've got a great podcast out there. We did touch on it last time, but let's rehash it so people know about it. Yeah, so pretty much Behind the Turf. So um, when you go on there, if you I have not done an episode this year. I apologize for that. I've been way too busy. Slack um, ass. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. No, you ha- look. You, yeah, it's been a funny year, but you've you've uh, you've been part of my podcast as well. So I've been able to just where that's what we're doing here in Campbell's Corner. Yeah. Is this is in a kind of way you've you've sort of bounced across to this one, but we'll we'll make sure that you get time to to um, to keep bouncing because I know you've got some content for yours for yeah. Behind the Turf to come out, and there's already a good back catalogue, isn't there, of resources. The, the- there is, yeah, and and I I took I thought the premise behind it was going, I go to the US conference pretty much every year, and I've got to know a lot of university professors and, and, and the professionals over there. So I thought to myself, 
why don't I do a podcast with these guys? I'll just ask the question. And, yeah. and yeah, they all said yes. So Wonderful. I sit down with them and just ask them um, agronomy. We, we talk whether if it's a short one going, what's been going on, what are they researching? We talk about specific topics. Uh, and, I, and I've done a couple of them. I've, I've gone back to them uh, twice, two, three times because we talk about different topics. Yep. So yep. it's a good agronomy podcast. That's what it, the, the best way to describe it. Yep, yep, it's great. And you've got 30-something episodes, I think, from memory. So there's yeah, – there's there's plenty there for for listeners obviously if you're listening to this podcast you you're across out of podcast work so that's why i wanted to to talk about this one as well so go and search for behind the turf podcast by colin campbell chemicals and nadim is the man on the microphone with the guests and you will be learning a great deal much like the other resources we've already mentioned it's a great resource uh, podcast to uh, to get involved with and, and to start listening to to learn more what other podcasts do we have mate yeah, the other one I listen to besides um, the Golfing and Greenkeeper and uh, all, 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 all the time, you've got to listen to that one if you haven't. All, all the episodes, not just the, not just not the Campbell's Corner and the Keeper of the Greens, the rest of it as well. Wonderful. Um, there's one called um, Turf Tuesdays. So this is a online webinar that the University of Tennessee do during the summer. They've done it for two years in a row. Um, I haven't actually looked at it, but I'm pretty sure they've got all the back catalogue on there as well. So it's... Um, it's only available on Apple Podcasts, or you can watch it on their YouTube channel. Uh, either way, so because they will bring up some slides and talk about it, but obviously, if you're on the podcast, you can't sort of see them. However, it's like going, say you're listening to it. It's uh, Jim Brosnan is a host, uh, University of Tennessee weed scientist. He pretty much runs all the episodes, but he brings on uh, different faculty members without the university. Throughout the university, like he's had Brandon Horvath on there, who does um, diseases. He's had. Um, uh, oh, Sorokin, Dr. Sorokin, in regards to sports field management. And, but he gets people from Virginia Tech. He gets people from uh, Florida. He gets people from all over the states and just talks about a certain topic. Fantastic. So, and, they, and, and they do it for about an hour. That's it, 50 minutes to an hour. And, they, and, it, and it's about eight episodes every year. They just do it over the summer, and then they, then they stop and redo it. And then, yeah, then do it That's again next brilliant. Year. Turf Tuesdays. That's the one we've got to look so, up for that one. That sounds, that sounds really interesting too. Yeah, no, no, that, that, that is but wait, there's more. One, what else have you got? One, one more. One, one, one final one um, is called Turf Dudes. Turf, Turf Dudes, Dudes okay. T-U-R-P-H. D-U-D-E-S. Dudes. Turf so, Dudes. Turf dudes. with a P-H. It's like me. I say Stephen with a P-H. And that's, 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 that's right. the qualification of the name. It's P-H. <laughs> Turf, so with, so Turf so, with a P-H. So Turf Dudes. And the reason for that is the people who do it are, have got PhDs. Um, it is oh, that's company, cool. I love it. It is it is a company podcast called Harold's. Um, they're a fertilizer company over there. But you, the only thing you know anything about Harold's is when they say they're from Harold's and a little bit of intro, and that's it. It's similar to my one, and that's what sort yep. of I, I, I can't remember whose was first, but it's very similar to mine that they interview. It's an agronomy one. They interview people from all over um, the states again, different universities and, and, and the likes like that. So brilliant! it's a great information, great resource there to learn about, again, the agronomy side of turf management. Sensational, mate! I didn't, I didn't know about those ones. So that's that's really, really good for people to uh, to go and download, to go and subscribe to, and to listen to. So what we've got, we've got yours, of course, behind the turf. We've got Turf Tuesdays, and we've got Turf Dudes with a PH. Dudes. Yes, <laughs> I reckon that's brilliant. That's a couple of podcasts that I'll be certainly searching for, mate, and and getting a listen to 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 um to see what they're all about and how they work. So, mate, that's. That's a lot of read. There's a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of stuff there for people to um, to get on top. On top of, of course, you know, conferences that come in, seminars that come in, you know, conversations that we can have with with peers and the like when we catch up. Yeah, you know, there's a lots of there's lots of ways to learn. And if you're getting into a career in greenkeeping, these are some just some basic places that you can go to and easy access to, and some books and resources you might want to look into getting for yourself at home. And I think it's all great, mate. So. Nadim, that that really is awesome, mate. I appreciate you doing all that. Uh, you've done all the hard work on that one, getting it because I, I, we were talking about it, and I, I knew that you already knew a lot. So I thought it would be um, would be quite easy when you and I were were talking about the idea of of how to give people more knowledge and more information as greenkeepers, so they can continue to improve. And mate, you are all over it. You've got a stack of stuff there. So thank you, mate, for sharing all of that stuff. That's awesome. No, no, my my pleasure, Steve. Now, mate, we can't walk away from a podcast episode without talking about, and I just touched on seminars and the like, 
your power forum, and I say yours loosely because you've got a couple of other partners involved, um, but you've got a power forum that you've organised, and it's going on down in Melbourne. Tell us, tell us. We've already touched on it. We've had a little bit of advertising about it on the pod- on my podcast as well. Give us some more details again and run us over what's going on because I believe the full house sign is up. Yes, it, it is. When this, when people listen to this, it goes out. It, uh, when, yeah, I'm going to have to close it off because I am at my maximum number that uh, that that I that I want and that we can sort of fit comfortably in the room. So, with our partners, uh, Greenway Church Solutions and KMB Adams, it's been very, very successful. Um, I apologise for people who are probably going to try to. Um, get on and get a ticket. Well, well, um, we we did we did tell them we've already spoken about this. So unfortunately, if they've missed out, they're just going to have to wait till you throw another one on because that we knew you and I have been talking about. I knew when you were doing it and you were getting it all set up and getting it ready, and then you put the promotions out there, and it was about telling people. And we did that through the podcast as well with Nadim's Nuggets and the like. Was to so people knew because it was going to be snapped up fast, and I can't believe that uh, it's already full house. So when it's on next week um, on the 25th is that right the 25th of yeah, October, 25th of October um, yes. it's it's a full house already so uh, look at it's it's going to be it, it is unfortunate that some people can't make it because it's full but we know so when they see these things again from you you've got to get in fast you've got to get in quick so mate tell us about what's going on yeah yeah definitely so um, I've got Jim Brosnan from University of Tennessee to talk about the latest in power research so it's not a product day by any means it's, I'm looking at the program and going I wouldn't mind doing a bit of an update on PowerQ, but to be honest, there's not much time. But because it, <laughs> it will be, because I want I wanted people there for the information. That's the thing. Yes. So I'm just I just I'm I'm just a vehicle for this information. That's all I am. So and with, with our partners that are helping that. So I've got Jim Brosnan there. He's going to be on for about three hours by a Zoom, and it will be interactive. Uh, and the other side, I also got Peter Butzalas from Plant Science University of Adelaide. So he does a lot of resistance testing for the broadacre. Uh, agriculture market, right? And he's been doing a lot of work in turf in the past few years. I know he started off doing a lot of uh, work for Vaya, but a lot of people are sending in samples for him to screen uh, to see if they've got resistance to certain chemistries. And we've used him initially to screen pole cure against every resistant variety, just to make sure there is no resistance. Yep, uh, natural resistance, which we found there isn't any, which is great. Which is but great. the other side of it, and I've been sort of sending him other samples here and there. But his knowledge, not just on his resistance knowledge is is paramount uh, for the industry, but it's like there's a lot of information that he knows about chemistry of products, but also what he's learned from Broadacre that we can utilise in turf. Because resistance is resistance. It's not like oh, okay, I've got resistance to this weed in in Broadacre, but and oh, it won't happen in turf. It will happen. So he can really come over and give us an understanding of what we need to know and how we're going to how we're going to combat it and what to look for and obviously the services that he can offer yeah it's not a very expensive service to get the information there um i know in the u.s they're doing a lot more resistance testing and it's helping turf managers justify more expensive chemistries okay because nothing a lot of it's not working they go look we're going to need more money to deal with this problem because of this resistance and because it comes from a reputable they do it through the universities there um or you do it through peter but it's a great resource to help aid what you need to do to be a turf manager to be a successful turf manager for, for your members absolutely mate that's that's two fantastic guests and well speakers two knowledgeable speakers and Bri- jim brosnan you mentioned now he was on one of the podcasts is that what you mentioned before yeah yeah so, so he does a turf tuesday turf tuesdays um, and, turf tuesday, and i've had him on my one Two, three times, I think. Now, yeah. Wow. Okay. Three times. I've had him with yeah, once by himself, once with Fred Yelverton, and once with um John Nayland. I had as a co co-host at one stage. There you go. So if you <laughs> if you if you didn't quite get a ticket in time before the, before it sold out to the Power Forum to to listen to Jim Brosnan, for example, who's one of the speakers there, you can go to these podcasts and and listen to Jim as well. So, mate, there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of good things happening down at this Power Forum. I'm really excited about uh, seeing how it's all going to unfold and listening to these two speakers in particular, um, there's going to be a lot to learn. No, there, there will be. And I'll put, put some things on social media and the likes like that. And I'm looking also later on how can I can bring some of the information out to um, just to the general turf industry and the likes like that. Uh, but that'll come out over like over six months afterwards type thing when I get time to do things, of course. <laughs> put, it, put it all together. Put it, so uh, in, in, in between my day job. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> You've got a day job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go around and talk to people. Um, that, that's what everyone says. Like, I do a lot of talking, which I do. <laughs> so we knew the podcast was going to be a great forum for you mate, to, join in, <laughs> to join in. Mate, that's brilliant. So, look, I'm really excited. I know you're really excited. Your partners are um, are all part of it as well, and, and you've got a full house signed. So down at Woodlands uh, Golf Club on the sand belt of Melbourne uh, on the 25th of October, it's going to be fantastic to uh, everyone who's coming in. And I've already spoken to quite a few people on socials who are going to be there, and I'm going to be there. I'm excited about it, talking to people. We're doing a little bit of a podcast from there as well, which is going to be brilliant. So, um, mate, it's 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 gearing up to be a fantastic uh, a fantastic event, the Pole Forum, and uh, one of, just one of these things that I want to make sure. When you tell me you're putting these things on, and I know you've done similar things in the past, it's important to talk about it, I think, so that when you put these things on in the future, mate, we're across it, we're aware, our ears are out and open to uh, to hear that these things are there and available because these are, these are other ones that we can look for that we might, if we can't make it to the conference, the annual ASTMA conference, the big one, because not everyone can go to that every year. And if you can't make it, these are the ones that, that you're going to put on as well from your company to educate people are things that we might be able to get to if we can't make it to the others. So it's always it's always good to hear that you are doing this to help educate people, mate, in, in a different way. Yeah, definitely. And that's what I want to do. And I've, I've always got thinking going, where else can I take this later on? Can I do something of a hybrid next time round? Um, yeah, just watch this space and see what happens but if any of the listeners ever have any ideas uh feel free to get in touch with me as well because some of the ideas that i've done in the past has come from talking to people simple as that mate great to hear fantastic stuff and look just look you're gonna have to tell people your phone number go on tell them <laughs> all right zero four zero four zero three one one zero six zero eight there you go. If you, if you want to call me, yeah. And you can more than happy for you guys to give me a call and I have a chat. Do no that. How big or small the issue is. Absolutely. And that's the idea. You're out there to help people, not just to, to sell the products that you have that can assist people, but also help them in you know in other ways. Like you, you've talked about cultural practices, information, education, all sorts of things, mate. This is what I love about talking to you about this type of stuff. And uh, and I'm glad you're leading the way as well in doing it in, in this country. And uh, your knowledge base and your connections, mate, are fantastic. So, look, Thank you, Nadim, for being part of it. All and, and sundry of things are going to be in the show notes, guys. So make sure you check out the show notes. It's going to be massively long. There's going to be so many things. So thank you to Nadim, mate. I appreciate you being on the uh, on the podcast and taking time to uh, to tell the listeners about all these different wonderful resources that they can go and access and find and uh, and better improve their knowledge base and to become better turf managers, mate. So appreciate on behalf of everyone listening mate i thank you for your time it's a, it's a well-served thing to uh, to pass all that on to everyone no no my, my pleasure Steve. really enjoyed and uh, besides the golf and greenkeeper pass the, the uh, sorry the keeper the green segment everything that you do i believe just helps the industry just as a general as well so good good work being from yourself as well no mate thank you very much nadim and uh thank you to everyone and uh, i hope you, you you know get out there and have a good time being being better turf managers Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming along for the ride with Nadeem and I as we try and give you some resources into the greenkeeping industry, somewhere that you can go and further your knowledge. That's the idea. Thanks to Nadeem for that one. Thank you guys very much for listening and being part of it along the way, and I hope you took something out of it. Don't forget, there's going to be a stack of clickable links in the show notes, so take your time, get through there, have a look, and talk to people. And if you want to know more, give Nadeem a call, give myself, get in touch with me on Nadeem, and just look, it's all about education and making you guys better turf managers so thank you very much for listening thanks to Nadine for being part of Campbell's Corner and helping us deliver that to you on the Golfing Greenkeeper podcast as I always say you hit them clean we'll keep them green and I'll catch up with you very soon